in three, two, one. So my name's Daniel Charles Bushell, born out of Colchester, Essex, United Kingdom. Um, I've lived in four different countries, working in three of them. Um, and yeah, I've moved to Canada to, to really experience my hobbies and what I enjoy by skiing, snowboarding, mm-hmm. being in the outdoors and meeting great people like Zacharias and Carl yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just here to experience new things. And oh, that's my- enough. Cut it out, mate. Yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. It's all good. You can leave out that ramp, that door right there. Yeah, that was actually pretty smooth. That was yeah. good, yeah. yeah. It's actually a fair amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think probably could have done it in 10. Yeah, <laughs> easily, yeah. Oh, I'm down from the UK, done. <laughs> we ain't cool, we're feeling sad. We got awkward in the bag. Kyle and Zach on it long. Awkwardly normal, it's coming on. Alrighty, so uh, as we just mentioned, mm-hmm. Craig came on a couple of weeks ago and was telling us all about uh, his really unfortunate. Uh, foreskin story <laughs> and we haven't actually heard many stories like this but you have a similar one so actually maybe it is quite normal for these kind of mm-hmm. incidents to happen and maybe you could tell us a little about it absolutely absolutely so yeah it's it all stems back from about about four years ago now um, and basically I was as you're doing with any 22 year old I was going out there having a night out pulled this lovely lady Took her back to my house and we engaged with each other. Like, how explicit can we go in this? Holding hands, touching knees. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full, yeah. You can you can be full Monty. Yeah. This is a safe space. Yeah, this is a safe space. And I'm just trying to reflect on it now, actually. Um, you could use like baseball terms if you want. Is it like a home run? Or... <laughs> yeah, it was pretty out of the right. park to be fair. Okay, sweet. <laughs> and it was all everything was consensual and whatnot. completely. Yep. I mean, we, I was pretty blind drunk, but okay. Um, Pretty sure she said yes. No, I know she said yes. Yep. Um, no, and then, yeah, no, it's, we were doing the activity. Like, well, I was going pretty hard from what I remember. <laughs> and then we, we thought we'd try some new positions. Okay. So she jumped for me, started doing reverse cowgirl. Oh, this is the worst position ever, no? Yes. What I'm about to tell you is I was basically very uncomfortable. And then I've never had the... The, the clean like the smoothest of foreskin so it's always been a, like, a little bit tight mm. yep. and then as we were sort of engaging she just went a bit too hard and I felt this kind of like tear almost a snap didn't really think of it because mm-hmm. I was pretty it, drunk at the time and in the moment like when you're with somebody it's it's hard to like and you're exactly yeah. you're like, oh, mm-hmm. but yeah. was, was, was there blood straight away yeah but okay. so I, I saw a bit of blood and I was because I had the, the back row of arse at me I thought fuck I've made this girl I popped a cherry so I was almost thinking oh so oh. you misread the, the bleeding yeah so I mm. thought I've done yeah. some good stuff there <laughs> I then or it was just like a certain time of month yeah well mm. yeah that's true I didn't even think of that yeah. I was just thinking how good I was yeah <laughs> <laughs> very humble <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I don't know. Like, I I pulled it out and was like, "Oh shit, no! That there's blood inside the actual condom. This is uh, this is my no. issue, not her issue." Yeah. So I pulled it off, ran to the toilet, and was like, "Holy fuck! There's just blood pissing out." Yeah. So you I grab st- a towel, you wrap it up. Or? I just I jumped straight in the shower, 
and like just got the the head and just started mm-hmm. washing it down just to see where the where it was what, and what the issue was. I could I could tell it was just like the actual what uh, we call boundary string in the UK. I don't mm-hmm. know what you guys yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, that had just come pretty loose. So obviously after this, I ended up everything that was going on was like right. I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Washed it all down. Fell asleep. Woke up the next day. I was like, oh, this is feels feels a bit painful. Went to the toilet. That was stinging. Oof. Yeah. yeah. And then I was, for some reason, I felt too embarrassed to even go to the doctor straight away. So I, I left it. Which is a normal thing, probably. Yeah. I think so. Like, when awkward, especially in, you're like a young guy, like a young person. Yeah, exactly. You're weird with like your private areas. It's, it, it's awkward. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I left it like, I think like three, four months. But <laughs> during, <laughs> that quickly. That's a while. So in that time, had it like got infected or it hadn't got infected? No, no but like I remember, I remember going to like try and masturbate, Ooh. and then trying to pull it down below the head, mm. but it was just painful when I pull it over. Yeah, and I just I kept thinking to myself, "This ain't right. This ain't right." And I really had to build up the courage to then take myself to the to the doctor, which eventually I did. Built up the courage. Had to pick myself from the doctor. Was really hoping for a male one. Be a bit more, I don't know, a bit more easier, I feel, for myself. Yeah. And then, fortunately, it was a female. So, straight away, get in there. Have to whip out my cock. And probably the smallest it's ever been in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has a quick look. It's like, right, need to refer you to the urologist. Um, speak to you, like, two weeks later, then go to the urologist. <laughs> I get in there. First thing he says to me <laughs> was... Um, is it okay if a junior doctor is in today? To- oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a junior to see your junior. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. It was, it was, all, it was incredibly awkward. But and, and you don't want to be like, no, no. I mean, I guess you could, but did you? I'm assuming no, you, I was like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. I didn't want to, like, because it was, as I was opening the door, it's like, yeah, there's a junior doctor here today. And I'm not going to. I'll kick off a fast. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no education yeah. for you today. <laughs> so yeah, then he he examined it as they do, and yeah, I was just like, you've got two options here. You, you can either get the full circumcision, or you can um, get that part of the behind the penis, the bandage string, completely removed, okay. which is not always going to be a complete fix because mm-hmm. it, it, it sometimes can be a bit too tight around the actual. Pulling it down, if that makes yeah. any slight sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Craig's story was to do with um, like he had penis stretches or like foreskin stretches. So every week he's putting like a different one on to expand the skin. Mm-hmm. An actual stretcher, a stretcher. Yeah, that sounds I guess medieval. It's, I guess it's kind of like a cock ring, but you just keep slowly, <laughs> slowly increasing the sizes. You know, or like when you stretch your ears yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you just start mm-hmm. with a small one and you get. Small, gradually get bigger and bigger. Oh wow! So that yeah. was his solution. Yeah, yeah. I've never even heard of that. Okay, mm. probably, that probably could have helped me. I think in the lead building up to this this event. Yeah, but so you, so he gave you the two options. Yeah, so he gave yeah. me two options, and then I, yeah, I just thought, well, I'm here now. I don't exactly want to go through that same process again. So mm. let's just get it off. I mean, I was twenty. I was twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, it's quite a late age to get your circumcision, and he talked all about. Like the pros, the cons, a lot of the cons about it, how it could be sensitive for like two, three years. You might not be able to enjoy sex for however long. Um, but I was fairly confident I just wanted it off because I don't, I don't want to have to go through that same process. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's an uncommon thing to have a circumcised penis. Yeah. So, yeah, eventually I, I got a date in the diary to go to the hospital to get it, get it removed. <laughs> yeah. And then how long has it been since? 
four years. Okay, and did you go through that sensitive period where you could for have sex? Sure, yeah. Because I remember, like, the, the when I had the operation, <laughs> like, they've... They lay this towel down with a little hole that you put it through, like you lay back and... You're like, can I keep the towel for after? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting there like, we're going to have to clean the area. And some dude literally pulled it back and then got this scrubber, what felt like a scourer, and was just scrubbing it. Before you were like, <laughs> yeah, mate, had any, before any, I had like, any, any numbing or anything. <laughs> and my like, God. Just on your dick? On my dick. Huh. Just... Yeah, well, it felt like a, you know, like when you got it's a sponge. It's a sensitive area to begin oh, with. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. And that's with like alcoholic gel. He's really trying to clean the area, just scrubbing it. So it's like, not only that sting in it, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Plus, it's been kind of painful for a while. And like, exactly, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then this sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then this cute little nurse came in who was the, like, the anesthesiologist who was going to um, do the local anesthetic. Because mm. I, I, I actually had two options about going under general, local. Mm. But I opted for local because I'm not sure how well I'd, I've never been under general, so it's always mm. safer with what you know, right? Mm. Yeah. And then yeah, they they inject it, starting from the base and work all the way to the top. And then when you feel a need of going to the top, you got fucking <laughs> the most sensitive part. Yeah, that um, was like your body. Yeah, yeah. That was like a bee's gone in there and just Ooh. stung it. Okay, so you're awake for the whole process. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but you can't, you can't feel it, and you weren't looking. Or do you get? Is it like a screen where you can look to the side and you see the? Process? You know, they just they put a couple of pillars up. They ask if you want a screen or anything. So I was fairly comfortable to to watch the operation. Whoa! So I had another pillow, just sat up, looked up, and then yeah, it was it's quite a mad little process because they they obviously do the old cleaning part, and then they get like three prongs, and then they pull it up. Hold it. <laughs> they then th- uh, oh, so that way it can't shrink. Like they've got it locked. They've got place. it locked. Yeah, okay, yeah. And like clamps almost, and then they freeze like that area of skin. Then get a, like a knife, cut round it, and then get some dissolvable stitches, and then mm-hmm. stitch all around the area that they've cut through. Oh. oh, so they cut more than the skin to stitch into. Yeah. Oh. So they're really trying to like, sew it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, and then after that, you, you're supposed to give it like two, three weeks before you can even engage. Well, it's six weeks before you're supposed to have sex, they say. Um, but I remember being after the second week and it being wrapped up. I was like, oh, I'm getting real fucking horny right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be an issue, I imagine, if like natural hormones would kick in. Yeah. And you'd get like, I don't know, you see like a weird commercial on TV. I mean, Swiffer. When it's like that. Black ads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember like taking the dressing off after the operation and it was fucking huge because of the amount of swelling that's going on with it. Whoa. Yeah. That was when I took a couple of pictures of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big leg. Yeah, ready to <laughs> stop. I know you've seen dick pics, but have you seen it like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. And then, so since, so like now, four years later, you went through like a sensitive period. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, but now, like four years later, you're had like you're happy about. The I'm whole stoked situation. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm more than happy about it. Like, yeah. like day to day prior, and then post and prior. Is it like much different? I guess it's just, just like, cleaner. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've really uh, not exactly. I'm not like a dirty bastard. Never used to clean it, but you don't even have to really because it's just natural. You don't have to put anything back. It's it's just always just getting washed from the shower yeah like yeah. yeah and like I've spoke to a few women about it prior to it and they there's like it's almost a 50-50 thing with them they either prefer or they don't and, mm-hmm. and 
never yeah. had any problems since then. But what yeah. about with masturbating? Has that got more difficult? You tend to have to use more lubricants. Mm. Yeah, so like I just get a bit of moisturiser and then just crack on. <laughs> Whereas before that would just be eat. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like that's almost what the skin's there for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Over years, yeah, the foreskin's developed. Like I'm pretty. here to masturbate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, thanks, and we'll have to tell. Greg about this as well and you guys love to meet one day I'm, yeah I'll yeah, happily yeah. meet Greg and mm. I'll even show him my dick if he wants <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a show and tell you guys both get your dicks out you'll yeah. <laughs> compare <laughs> yeah I remember I remember after getting it done me and my mates went out in the pub and like just went for a bit of a pub crawl and yeah for some reason I started getting out to everyone just showing it like just this battered cock <laughs> <laughs> Still had the stitches like half in it. Oh, oh, <laughs> so people were probably like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Dissolvable stitches or do you have to go back? Dissolvable, yeah. Oh. Which is which is cool but weird because like, you, you sometimes see them start to fray a bit and like obviously that's in a very sensitive area. Like, this is mm. fucking weird. So are the stitches right beneath the helmet? Pretty much, yeah. They're, like, they're about a couple of centimetres below, or a centimetre below it. Got it, okay. Yeah, so like where they've taken off the actual, like the rest of your foreskin and then they try to sew it. So it doesn't move up or down. If that makes sense. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. And is that the exact same process for babies, or is it just more like I think so little they just snip it or whatever? Yeah, I think it's slightly different. I don't think they need stitches of babies. Um, but again, I don't know. I've never circumcised or a pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're the circumcision expert, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We'll yeah. get it. a baby next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, like, Okay, so veteran veterinarians. We have some friends that are vets. We've talked to them before on the show. We like <laughs> to call them. For some we, like, we like to call them. We feel, <laughs> yeah, they're doctors. They, they make us feel safe, and our animals feel safe, and we love animals. Mm-hmm. Dogs, cats, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna call another vet. <laughs> and, and we're asking, asking the big questions. Really, asking the big yeah. <laughs> oh, this is connected to. Oh, it's connected. Never mind, we're good. Great Grey Veterinary Hospital, Hayden speaking. How can I help you? Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, just calling on behalf of my father. We've got our family dog. And, um, I mean, everyone knows how if you have glasses, you're obviously more intelligent. And everyone in my family, we all wear glasses. But it's kind of... Uh, my dad's a little upset that... Um, that the dog doesn't have glasses, so I was just wondering, could we um, could we bring in Spot and do one of the uh, the eye tests and, and get him sorted out? Uh, are you an existing client with us? No, no, this would be my first time coming in. All right. And is um, it is it similar to the the human one with you know like top letters quite clear and towards the bottom a bit unclear? Uh, like blurriness wise and that's how we, we would do the test or is it a little different for dogs it is slightly different for dogs um unfortunately they can't tell us how blurry the letters are yeah obviously uh, it wouldn't be like english it would be like dog signs like paws and cats and stuff like it'd, it'd be symbolized would it uh it's more um a light-based system we have them raise their paw uh when they see the light yeah oh. Cool. All right. Yeah. And uh, what what level of glasses? Like, um, how blind can they get? And what level of, of lenses do you do? 
Because obviously there's a correlation between how strong your glasses are and how intelligent you get afterwards. Because he's not really that intelligent. He's always kind of not very good at commands and he doesn't really, his recall sucks. So we think glasses is probably a good uh, good way to boost his intelligence. Yeah, uh, we actually, with dogs, you know how humans, obviously, uh, they get the glasses, they become more intelligent. With dogs, it's the other way around. Uh, their intelligence determines the type of glasses they get, unfortunately. Huh. So so how would that work? So if we got him glasses, he would actually get dumber? Uh, if you get the correct prescription, there won't be any change to his mentality, no. Oh, okay. Well, this is really going to upset my father. What if, what if we just brought the dog in and we just put fake glasses on him so then my dad thinks that he does have glasses? Is that something we could arrange? Uh, quite possibly. Unfortunately, and I've had a lovely time talking to you, we are very busy in the clinic today. Um, thank you for brightening my day. No, uh, no worries. Unless you have a serious inquiry, I'm going to need to hang up. <laughs> All right, see you later. All right, bye. <laughs> she heard us. <laughs> she got on near the end. I was trying to keep it. I was, I, I was surprised that like this is a thing uh, for animals. This I didn't is a thing for dogs. No, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, we're learning this. Doesn't make them smarter. A light based test it doesn't make your dog smarter. Sorry, pug owners out there. <laughs> I can't believe the dog just lifts its paw up when it sees a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How do they tell the paw? The lady's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Wow, but wow. yeah, dogs can have glasses apparently. Crazy, dog glasses is a thing. Thank you for being so patient. <laughs> so, fellas, you guys are on the apps? Absolutely. I'm <laughs> on all three, to be fair. Which, which ones are you on? Yeah, we're on top three. Bumble and Tinder. Okay. Was Do you really? find Bumble is that good? Especially around here. I, like, I was on that for a bit and I didn't think that one was any good. Yeah, Bumble sucks and Whistler. Yeah. Yeah, I've had zero luck. I've used Hinge and Tinder. I've been successful in both, but okay. Bumble, nada. And do you find between Hinge and Tinder, like, it's different purpose to each one, or is it the same thing? It's just one has more prompts, really. For me, Hinge, yeah. Tinder, <laughs> yeah, let's start with Tinder. Tinder's very much the one you're, I don't know, you're, it's the easy Straight one. to the point. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I like it, because you, you, you don't have to start with the, awkward small chat where you go on someone's message or picture you just match them because you think they're fit and then it just leads from there yeah. whereas Hinge is a bit more serious and I feel like the women on there are on it for more serious relationships than okay. just short hookups what's your thoughts? yeah I, I think the same thing I think I, 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 I'm in like that constant teeter-totter or seesaw of like deleting the apps because I'm mad at the dating <laughs> world <laughs> I'll be like oh this is stupid but then but then, so, but I'm, I'm in a I'm at a point where I recently, like, f- like five days ago, re-downloaded them all, and I had to like remake all my accounts because I like deleted them, deleted them. Oh, last prob- time it's not just getting up your phone; <laughs> you properly went to town. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I, I've recently downloaded all three. Just kind of like went hard. I was like sitting in my bed just alone one day, and I was like, "It'd be nice to be touched." <laughs> Fair enough. By so someone like, who isn't lefty. Yeah, yeah, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sitting your hand in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, what do you call that? The stranger? <laughs> yeah. I've never done that. It's so funny. <laughs> 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 That's cold. Yeah, it's pretty funny, actually. 
Oh man, yeah. yeah I'm like, try that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like you see me, like drape. You see someone draping their arm over a chair. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Been there. Just enjoying myself. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, have you had any luck in um, these five days? Well, yeah, like a couple of matches. I'm starting to talk to people. I've been. I've, I, I'm pretty bad. Like, I forget about it for like 16 hours, and then I go on. But usually, I just really go ham. Like, I like to go hard in the paint with things. So I like swipe. And then you only have a certain amount of likes unless you get like the unless you buy Are buy you more. Being selective with your swipes, or fairly you selective. Going hell mary. No, I'm like pretty selective. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like like I like usually like if they're like super gorgeous or like whatever <laughs> that I think I'm like would potentially be into them. I just swipe. But if yeah. it's like fifty fifty, uh, and I don't know, I've, I I sometimes like imagine I'm like, would I want to be in a relationship with this person? Hmm. Hmm. Can I? I, just, I kind of imagine that. I don't know if that's too much. If I'm overthinking it, but but I mean, I guess it depends what you're like, what you want out of, or what you want out of. And you're looking for a relationship, yeah. so that's why you're envisioning that. You're not just going, "Would I sleep with you?" You're yeah, thinking probably, the next level. Probably. I mean, it'd yeah. be, I guess it'd be like cool, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah. No potato. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's cool. But like, you get a lot of rejection. Like I think I feel like because I. I feel like women have a better time on dating apps because are men more desperate when it comes to dating applications? Do you think it's hard to talk mm. for a woman, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <clears throat> same with dudes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. You get rejected a lot if you've been rejected. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. Actually. It wasn't. It wasn't th- uh, through any of the apps, but. I've been seeing this girl. Oh, this is real world dating. This is real world, oh, yeah. That's so foreign. <laughs> I know, especially for a 26-year-old. Right. <laughs> How does that work? I know, you, you Do you have to have approach to... them in real life? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, and it's, it was quite scary. Okay. But no, me and, this, scary. me and I was just basically hooking up with this girl who was like a mutual friend of a friend. And then we were into the same interest, played tennis with each other. We went skiing with each other, went out with each other, always just had a good laugh. So, I finally plucked up the courage after about two months of hanging out with her. Merely as just friends, I guess, at this point. Like friends that hook up, though? Well, we hooked up once, okay. and then, like, after mm-hmm. that, friends. it's just been friends. Okay. But for me, I, I don't know, I got myself a bit overwhelmed with the situation, and I really could see how it was more than a friend. Um, and then, I've, it, yeah, it took me about two, three months to finally pluck up the courage, and then ask her out on a date. To which uh-huh. she straight away friendzoned me, told me how much she loved me and how much she respected me, but she only saw me as a friend. And then she was like, I've actually started seeing someone else now. Oh. Well. Which was a bit of a stab in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I'm I mean, sorry. that sucks. It, it does suck. I mean, it, I mean it's yeah. good to get rejected every now and then, I guess. Mm. It makes you realize you are human and you do have yeah. feelings. Mm-hmm. Not everyone takes rejection that well. <laughs> No, I mean, if I am honest with you, it did take me yeah. a few steps back. Yeah. I remember, like, all we wanted to do was just listen to sad songs and try and like, be by myself. Mm. Yeah, well, that's all right. That's a healthy way to, to go through it. I um, like one of my worst dates was it was off Hinge because I don't do these regular world dating <laughs> situations like you. That all was my the first dates. one in a while. <laughs> yeah, never again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stick to the other yeah. guys. Yeah, at least you know. Then there is like some potential. You know. Yeah. I guess it's a lot harder mm. to get friends zoned off the apps because it's like they don't want to be your friend either if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so I had a Hinge date. This is um, last maybe like midway through last year sometime. And uh, date went pretty well. We kind of just like, got a coffee, went to the museum, got some food. That all that part was great, but 
I had come off like a really huge um, stint of work and so I was I was bugged like I did not want to be on the date anymore and it was like time for me to like go home but at this stage it was going all right so maybe there'd, there'd be a second date I don't know but I'm really bad at like I don't know not rejecting people but just like telling them like mm. I'm done you know so I wasn't very great at whatever <laughs> letting her know so I kind of just said all right like I think it's time I got to go home and walk my dog and she's like oh I'll come I was like Oh, I thought I was being obvious. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd come walk my dog. And then I was like, oh, why did I say that? And then anyway, so she follows me back to my house. We walk the dog. <laughs> yeah, because obviously we got to the date in her own car, right? Oh, so like, literally, sure. she's driving behind me back to my house. And I'm like, oh. you're, you're driving. You're like, what am I doing yeah, right now? You're like, I should just try to lose her. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. He just like, he just pulls out his side from side street. No, anyways. So I get home and I'm like, all right, all right. Well, on this dog walk, I just like, I won't like be affectionate. I'm not going to mm-hmm. like make any moves. I'll just make it clear that like, this is a dog walk. And then hopefully she'll yeah. leave. A platonic dog walk. Yeah. <laughs> we do the dog walk. We come back. And then she drops a bombshell. She's like, look, I've been lying to you. I actually don't live in Wissa. I live in Vancouver. And it's like too late for me to get home now. Like, can I stay here? Wow. And in my head, I'm like, no, 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 no. And then my mouth just goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I'm like, say no, though, isn't it? it is, yeah. Especially if she's like kind of put the card like it's it's dark. She's like, Vancouver's like two and a half hours yeah. away. You're like, like, she is a little bit. They're vulnerable, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just ended up saying yes, so she came in, but I didn't really have any food or anything, and it was really awkward, and then I was like, all right, well, she's kind of here now, like, maybe we should hook up, I don't know. So, (laughs) we did, did, like, kiss her and whatnot, and then she goes, by the way, like, we're not sleeping together, and I was like, all right, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so... Whatever, she stays the night. I think as the date kind of progresses, more and more I'm just thinking like, yeah, this is definitely not the right person. Like, she's just continuously doing these, you know, red flag kind of stuff. And I just wasn't really into it. So the next day, finally she leaves. And, like, I didn't want waste any time. I just got straight on the phone and just wrote up, like, the, you know, it was nice mm-hmm. to meet you, but unfortunately I don't want to hang, hang out anymore. I thought mm. that was, like, pretty standard after you have a date, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people at standard just to ghost now. Yeah. I could have done that. That would have been easier. But (laughs) I thought, you know, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, an hour later, I get this huge essay back about just being, like, how we're meant to be together. And I'm the one for her. And I was just like, whoa, how did you get any of that from our date together? Like, I didn't get any of that. So I was like, all right, now it's time to go. So <laughs> no more messages from me. And she messaged me like every single day, all like essays for like a week straight. And then it was like a, a, every week I was getting a new essay. Mm-hmm. And then she must have thought that I like blocked her because then she found like my work email. She was emailing my Your work, work email. My work email. Mm-hmm. She made like fake Instagram accounts and was like commenting on all my stuff oh, on like my, my business idea. page. Mm-hmm. This went on for three months. And her final, final attempt is like on a Word document, she wrote like a love story about us that was like multiple pages long about how we were meant to be together. Absolutely wild. Crazy. So she's yeah. like, romance is dead, eh? And wow. I didn't reply to any of those messages. So, yeah, I mean, luckily I didn't feel intimidated. Like, I think being a man, you don't feel intimidated when girls pursue you like that. But if it was the other way around, that, mm. that could have been some scary sure. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and luckily, crazy. I also moved house like two weeks after I met her. So I was always a bit like, she's going to come back to the house. <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder, yeah, let's think we you should go to that guy's house one day or that person who lives there now and be like, did a woman ever show up? <laughs> yeah. They could be together. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? You knock on the door, she opens the door. She's like, oh, Kyle. But that is another problem with Hinge, actually, because you can set your location to anywhere. Whereas, mm-hmm. at least on Tinder, like, the GPS must ping you where you are. Mm-hmm. We're not on oh, Hinge. True, you yeah. can just be wherever. So it's easy to catfish and be weird internet mm-hmm. stalker people. Yeah? Crazy. Wow. Well, she hot at least. I mean, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Blink twice. Hot. No, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think I have any stories like that. I've never been stalked before. That'd be that'd be a little intense. Yeah. yeah. But you haven't done any stalking, obviously. Not that I'm going to tell you guys about. Yeah. Just joking. That you're aware of. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> intentional. I, I, what you were saying before about like the, the like if a guy did that to a girl though, uh, I was talking to my two friends who who um, also live in the same town as us, and they were uh, both women. They were saying how like in like situations like that, like yeah, guys are like us. We're, we're worried about being rejected, right? But like there are actual situations where women they they're like worried about like. Like getting killed, like that's what they said. They're like, yeah, it's like something that crosses our mind. Like, it's not irregular for it to happen. Like, not daily, maybe daily for some people, but yeah, it's yeah, we take advantage of it for sure. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys have tips for what you put on your profile? Tips? Yeah, like because you said you have a lot of success in this town. So yeah, like, do you like what? Like, is your profile set up in a way where like is it strategic? Um, I guess well, I wouldn't say strategic, but I've often got women's opinions on it. So I always ask what would what would they like to see in like a dating profile, and some of the big ones is have pictures with other women just to show you've got your friends with women. Mm. Have mm-hmm. pictures with friends to show you've got friends, um, but then also try and be a bit smart on there. Try and be a bit witty, a bit funny, something they can really like have a conversation from. Yeah, um, so good prompts, really. Yeah, exactly. And like around here, if you put pictures of you hiking and camping, it's usually a great way to. Start off a conversation, but surely like, everyone's profile around here is like biking, hiking, snowboarding, like exactly. So it's something you have in common, which is the best way to yeah. like, mm-hmm. ease into it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Because you can look at it from both ways. You could be like everyone hikes here. I'm gonna do something different. Or mm. could, yeah, yeah. Or you could be like everyone hikes here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know one of my mates. He's got that. He's got a line that says, "I'm your Sunday boyfriend," and that, that and that's just trying to get at the fact he's just trying to sleep about, mm-hmm. and for him that is quite successful. Oh, so th- that line alone signals like this is just for fun. <laughs> yeah, oh. which is quite subtle and smart, I yeah. think. Zach, oh no, you you should write. I'm your weekly boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm your. Uh, I'm your. Be. I'll be your Monday to Saturday boyfriend, and then yeah. Sunday go have no. I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually this. Uh, what about uh, like polygamy is so like evident nowadays there's a lot of people you see on the dating apps who are like looking for like somebody else or like they just say poly yeah that's interesting mm. i've had i've had an approach of that before where I, I matched with this girl and she was like a 10 out of 10 and i was like whoa like what do i do mayday mayday i need some coaching what, <laughs> yeah, do, I do, yeah. what do i do and like we're chatting everything was going great and then she dropped like you know the second or third day of chat by the way I have a boyfriend. We're actually looking for someone to join to have a threesome. And I was like, ah, damn. Oh, man. Yeah. What if it was dark and you didn't have to do anything with him? Was there a small part of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... What if he just wanted to watch? 
Nah, I don't know. I still wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. no, it'd be yeah. that's, that's yeah. interesting thing. Also, like on on Hinge, particular, like I think I was looking for a relationship, and you know, mm. I'd just been speaking to this girl for two days, thinking like, hell yeah, hopefully this is turning into something awesome. She's yeah. so oh. nice, and then I don't know. Then you go over, then yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should have. <laughs> it'd be a story. It would be a story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you weren't thinking about our show then. Yeah. <laughs> years ago. Dang. But like, what do you do afterwards? Like, you you get there. I'm sure yeah. there's some like drinking involved to loosen the mood. Then you mm-hmm. do the act. And then afterwards, like, yeah, you they're in out? love. They're gonna like start spooning, and and then do you just yeah, just all right, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> like, come the middle spoon, you know? Yeah, yeah. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. I'm too awkward for that. <laughs> Same. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I don't think I could do it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but if it was two women, would you guys be able to do it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's a fantasy, yeah. really, isn't it? For a lot of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. One day. <laughs> One day, yeah. <laughs> Never had a threesome, yeah. So, Zach has an inquiry. He's looking to buy himself a new present. Mm-hmm. And we're about to make the call to see if they've got what he likes in stock. Um, what's the shop called? What's the shop called? Well, uh, the filth, the flirty rabbit. Nice. I thought it said filthy rabbit. It's flirty rabbit. Flirty rabbit. It's a store in Vancouver. Have you got what we need? We are about to find out. <clears throat> Good evening, flirty rabbit. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm doing okay. Um, sorry, is it a good question? I've just had an inquiry about a product that you guys might have. Okay. Um, I was told by my partner that um, it's it's a little oddly specific, but I'm sure you get uh, requests all the time. Do you have any hairy-tipped dildos? No, we don't have any in stock. No? Could, is it possible to order order one? Do you know what they what they look like, how hairy they are? Um, no, if you go on the Ultralove website for wholesale, if they have any left in be there. Oh, okay, but oh, but they're 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 a thing. Uh, the hairy tipped. Yeah, they're not. Um, I mean, they're hard to come by, but we get them. We do bring them in, but we haven't had them for, for a while now. Ah, interesting. Oh, okay, cool. That's good to hear. And do you know if it's? Do you know how long the hair is? Is that a? Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to figure oh, it out. I'm, I'm, get, I'm gonna guess about two two and a half inches. Of hair. Okay, on the tip. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's 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 good to know. What about? I just had one more. Sorry, one more question. Do you guys have any? You guys obviously have lots of dildos. Are flaccid dildos something that you guys have? A what? A uh, f- uh, flaccid dildos or dildos that can go from flaccid to erect? No. No, is that not a thing? No. Okay, no worries. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> well, see, every time we do this, yeah. it's true. They actually yeah. sell. Did she say two to four centimeters of yeah. inches? Yeah, <laughs> that's very hairy. A hairy tip dildo. Yeah, you would think. Who wants that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't want a hairy tip. <laughs> that is mind yeah, blowing. Another learning experience. I'm awkwardly normal. It's like Bigfoot's dick. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you could braid the hairs. Make it look like Wendy's. Amazing. The more mm. you know. The more you know. Yeah. I hope one day we do come up with an item that they don't sell. Yeah, so far we're not doing great. Yeah. <laughs> but I did ask about the flaccid, and they all they did say, didn't she say no, they don't have them? Well, 
because you asked for if they can go from flaccid to hard, uh, and that's that's a real dick. They don't sell real dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like what a flaccid dildo would look like. Just like a sock? No, <laughs> sock filled with some sand. I, I wonder if they it. sell like gigolos and stuff at sex shops. Like, is that like would if you were like a gigolo service or an escort mm-hmm. service, would you connect yourself with a, a sex shop for business or? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's would a you good like idea, to? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a good place you, someone would call. Yeah. One question. Mm-hmm. How can we always use my phone number <laughs> for these things? <laughs> you haven't been putting it on private each time. Is there a way to do that? No. Yeah, whatever. They're going to come back. Uh, Yes, this is the guy. You were looking for the hairy dildo, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. They're going to be like, see the, the, yeah, see my like rollerblading pictures around town. Be like, oh, this is the same number. (laughs) Yeah. Good stuff. So, Zach, we hear you love to talk about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) So, please, tell us more about the Blading for Beasts. Ooh, well, it's like Blending for Bees was an idea. I was a young boy, just seven at the time. Nope. Uh, well, I basically moved to Whistler, met like the sick crew of people that you also know that you will meet one day. Oh, so that's, that's I mean, where you came up with the idea when you were living over this side. Well, I moved to Whistler. I was living in the city. Like five years ago, I had a partner. I was a carpenter and I was going to get married thinking about having kids with this person and like buy a house and live my life which is a totally fine way to live but that's like that's how i wanted that that was my plan i'm like oh yeah i'll probably just settle down you know i'll play like beer league rugby it'll be be cool but then broke up with my girlfriend uh uh the heart wants what the heart wants and then then, uh and were you the instigator of this breakup uh yeah i was one that 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 broke up with her but it was yeah yeah everything was perfect on paper in this relationship and she's so wonderful and her family's so wonderful i have literally nothing like no bad things to say at all she's like probably one of the best humans i've known and it sucked a lot because you don't you never want to hurt someone that you like that you care about and you love that much but you have to do what's best for you and it sucks like regardless of how long and like it sucks for both parties whoever's doing it uh i don't know who it would suck for more because i mean like i guess it depends Probably the one getting dumped, I reckon. Probably the one getting dumped. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. to be kind, though, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Which is like a sad reality. That's like, mm-hmm. That was a good saying. You gotta be cruel to be kind. We just found an episode name. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, everything was perfect on paper. I wrote so many pros and cons lists. And, yeah, but, no, just the, that, like, the, the one important thing where, like, you don't think, you didn't think you, like, loved that person in that way. Then yeah, yeah. That's I what find I if you're writing a pros and cons list, you've already told yourself maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. If, if it's the one, you don't need to write that list. You probably don't need yeah. to write that list. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks. She's like so wonderful, and I'm sure our mutual friends will listen to this. But yeah, nothing but she's so cool, and her family. And th- breakups suck because the families as well. Because like you, you care about people's family, and you get so attached to them, and all their friends too. But it's part of life, I guess, and that's bleeding for bees. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay so part of the decision was all right i think i want to go rollerblading i don't want to be with you or anymore. like yeah i just needed a change in my life and i moved up to whistler and like literally experienced the outdoors i cared about like the mountains and i thought it was cool but like i never actually like got into it but 
met the people who were now my housemates. They basically inspired me to like care about the outdoors and I had like a crazy summer that changed my perspective on like life and money and what I care about and what I should prioritize. Um, so I was like, oh, I should do something cool for like the environment. Like I want, I wanted to do something badass that I thought was cool. So I wanted to bike across Canada to mainstream. So I decided to rollerblade and then, cause yeah, cause like, I don't know, not that, but not, not trying to like discount. There would have been a lot of people that have biked across Canada there, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And not like taking anything away from people who have like done that journey. Cause that's like so badass and hard and difficult and takes so much planning and like effort, and, and I don't want to take anything away from them because it's so cool. What, and I try to unicycle though. It. That could be a first. That could be a first. I wonder mm. if anyone's unicycled. I bet someone has, but maybe I don't know. But no, no one rollerbladed like all the way across Canada. People have gone from like done stints, and maybe in the seventies, but there was nothing concrete. But I yes, but I just decided to do it, and then Bad got ass. some like awesome cool people in my life that wanted to to help me make it happen and then we did it we kind of like faked it till we make it i'm still paying off a little bit of the debts from it even like to this day so it took a lot of like my savings and a lot of effort which is like not a big deal totally worth it i think we need like a van and yeah like a van and then it was my first time yeah like petrol food like all the money we did get a lot of support some support from like other other companies and other organizations and we were like representing we call it blading for bees bees are such a good mascot for the environment Broke a Guinness World Record, went all the way across Canada, 10,000 kilometers. Some crazy stuff happened. But I'd, somehow I didn't get tired of rollerblading. I remember the day I finished, uh, we like jumped in and I got out. And I was like, I feel actually, I thought I was going to be so haggard and like dead at the end. But I felt pretty good. I was like, I could probably keep going. Right. Where yeah. did you start from? Yeah. I started from Whistler, right, by, right in the Olympic rings. Yeah. Yeah, so I started like right there. And then I went down basically to Vancouver to Horseshoe Bay the first day. Okay. Over to Vancouver Island. Did a loop on the island, touched the west coast ocean. Oh, no, wait, so you went right from the most, like, westerly point. Yeah, all the way to the, the, the most eastern point in Canada, basically. Not, like, the literal most eastern rock, which I was pretty close to, but basically. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so it was, it was a, like, epic adventure. I, I spent it with my sister, which was really, really cool. Super lucky to spend that much time with your sibling. And then I was, like, super fortunate to have a whole bunch of people to help me along the way and i don't think i'll ever be able to like properly thank those people unless i'm rich and i can buy them all like lamborghinis or not i would not i wouldn't <laughs> want to buy anyone lamborghinis but like you know give them something cool like come to but i don't know if that'll ever happen uh <laughs> but long story short i wasn't tired enough and i wanted to do something bigger still and i still felt like a little bit unsatisfied so i'm, I'm in 2024 we're doing blading for bees 2.0 and we're going to try to skate, be the first human in history to rollerblade around the world. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty epic. Yeah. So you yeah. already were the first human to cross Canada, right? You've got a Guinness World Record. Yeah, I got the Guinness World Record for like the longest consecutive journey on rollerblades. So no one's actually gone further than I have. And I just want to like, Whoa. yeah. Ever. So you're going to go break your own record again. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to like multiply it by three. Just to solidify. I really just don't want anyone else to break the record. <laughs> I'm just stubborn and don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, so we're... we're putting together a team of people right now and we're like we're in the really early stages of planning but it's really exciting and i think like obviously this is something that i want to do but i think there's an opportunity to kind of at least make a little impact on like a lot of people's lives and like on the world and like obviously compared to like the whole world it's not a huge won't make a huge like difference but you can make some difference and that's all that really matters i think for trying well it is it's for the bees right so there mm. is an element that is to do with the environment and you're raising awareness so totally and one point that i love making that i think is really important that it's almost a privilege to only have to care about the environment because there are so many people in the world that 
are like struggling with racism or they can't put food on their table because there's like physically not enough food where they live or they can't love who they want to love or they're dealing with other humans like human rights issues and like that sucks and i am super privileged to have grown up where i grew up to not have to worry about those things but i think we all have to like walk and chew gum when it when it comes to like caring about the environment because it'll take everyone to care a little bit for change to actually happen what was that expression? Walk and chew gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah, never yeah. heard that. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? Yeah. You got to multitask. Yeah, I've never heard mm-hmm. oh, yeah, This is kinda... a Canadian saying. Potentially Canadian, American. I think the first time I heard it was on, was like someone from the States. So it's yeah, like, if so you can walk, you should chew gum. Yeah, at the same time. Was it a gum commercial? People. It wasn't a gum commercial. <laughs> they kind of used it in the same, yeah. <laughs> Accelerate your <Keep> breath. <laughs> Not sponsored by Excel. <laughs> it's like we're a juicy fruit type of people. Double <laughs> <laughs> bubble. Uh, sweet. Yeah. So yeah, sweet. So yeah, so if anyone wants to ever get involved, blading for bees everywhere, type that in. Yeah, have you so, got like your social media set up for it now? Yeah, yeah. We have, we're updating our website right now. It's yeah. still, I kind of put like a big pause on everything after, because I got back from the last trip, then I broke my leg, mm-hmm. like snapped it. So, so I kind of like all the momentum kind of didn't totally die, but for a moment died. So I'm just trying to like pick up all the pieces and get things rolling again. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of blades do you on? Uh, they're like really big. They're kind of like speed skates. They're like they're the I had like 400 millimeter wheels. So like usual rollerblades that you see people like just like skating. They're like small 80 millimeters, mm-hmm. but the wheels go like an inch like uh, in front and behind the boot. So they kind of look like like the fancy speed skates, but in rollerblade style. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty and cool. And are there many brands that are doing rollerblade skates, or is it is it like just one company? Yeah, the, there's a few. The big, the biggest one is the company Rollerblade, which I'm like luckily, like luck, luck, luckily enough, lucky enough. English can be hard sometimes. Yeah. So you're sponsored by them, are you? Uh, yeah, like well, not like technically yet, but like yeah, the, so they're like keen on like being part of the next like big rollerblade adventure because they're the biggest company in the world yeah so there, there are other smaller companies that do it but they're like the main one they have so the I, most i imagine if you're doing that much distance like not one pair is gonna get you're gonna need like 10 pairs probably i need a few pairs yeah, yeah. i only used one pair the whole time across canada 10,000 k did you oh. have square wheels by the end of it <laughs> <laughs> you can change the wheels and the bearings oh, okay. so i used like three thousand dollars worth of wheels Whoa. Yeah, yeah. How many wheels and bearings is that? Probably like not a lot. I use really high quality wheels. It's probably like forty bucks a wheel. So I don't know. Do the math. Probably like yeah, a lot of wheels. Oh, so every few bearings. days, new mm-hmm. wheels. Yeah, yeah. Like some days, it, it just depends on like the type of wheel as well. If it was super rainy, I'd use a really soft wheel because you have a little bit more grip, but they also wear down really fast. But if it was nice and dry and the concrete was nice, I use like these really high performance hard wheels. And you know, they just these roll forever. It's yeah, sick. You feel fast using those. Do you know what top speed you go on your motorbike? The fastest speed I've ever gotten is 79.8 kilometers an hour. So I've almost gone 80. And that was just like in Quebec on a random road. I've always wanted to try to like break that record, like in a controlled environment where Everybody's I know. driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty. It, yeah, in the moment, you like slowly progress to that. And like throughout my life, could I'm, you get a speeding ticket if we're going that on rollerblades? I don't know. Can you get a speeding ticket on a bike? You, you can get a drunk. If you're doing that through a school zone, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. Hopefully a school zone isn't on a hill that steep. I think, holy. Yeah. Also, it was, it was the steepness of it. It was more mm-hmm. rolling down rather than building up to that speed. Yeah, no, that'd be crazy. I'd probably go to the Olympics for speed skating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, 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 but it's just like the steep hills. And that's like where accidents can happen. Because I remember like going down 
some and there'd be like semis i'd always have to go to the top of the road well you're just that excited <laughs> <laughs> wait I, I, that joke went over my head oh, I you, said that, you said you had a semi <laughs> <laughs> there oh man yeah like semi trucks okay yeah. Yeah, yeah like the big cargo trucks uh so I, they were always really scary because they'd always like give you like a huge they have like a wind kind of uh like a what, what's the word I'm trying to think of slipstream like a slipstream but also oh. but like the, it doesn't matter so uh, you were really close behind them and that's why you had <laughs> we're just putting it <laughs> yeah I just tow rope. <laughs> hey bro do you mind like, no of course not uh, no I just like usually wait at the top of the big hill for there to be a gap in traffic and then you kind of just have to send it because there's no roll there's no brakes on rollerblades yeah so yeah. you can't stop like if, mm. if you need you just got to jump in a bush or something if you want to yeah luckily that hasn't happened. Like, I've fallen for sure a few times, like, been in the hospital, but, like, just, like, hit my head. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. But, yeah, so the next one's going to be epic, and it's next year, and I'm trying to, like, get weird and make a lot of cool things happen, and it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. 